Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a move experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by the one and only Emmy Flaherty. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Emmy, you are a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and I'm going to give you a moment to reintroduce yourselves to all of our listeners because you have been on the show before. I have. You have. Okay. But um, just reintroduce yourselves to all of our listeners, and then we'll get into our topic. Wonderful. Good evening, everyone. I hope you're enjoying your commute home. My name is Emmy Flaherty. I am a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. I live in Pembroke, and obviously our office is here in Pembroke, and proudly serve the South Shore and more. So if you need any help in this market, please feel free to reach out. You can reach me on my cell at 781-217-4580. And you are currently submitting an offer right this second as we I, speak. I am. Honestly, I'm going back and forth. It's been a whirlwind of a day. It has. It has. When a good property comes on the market, people are out there. Do not let headlines fool you. Yeah. And uh, Sharon is not joining us tonight because Sharon is dealing with all of the offers that we she are is. talking about. So um, I did submit an offer for myself today. Um, Emmy has submitted an offer. And um, I think there are a couple of agents in our office that have submitted offers too so i mean who knows it might be boston connects you know i know (laughs) i know i feel like this might come down to an arm wrestling competition i know i know if it could if it was a thumb war i would win because i've never lost a thumb war really i lose concentration (laughs) on that so i i would lose a thumb i I mean i don't have a ton of concentration when it comes to anything Mm -hmm. else but if thumb wars i've never i've never lost so um if it comes down to me and anybody else i'm challenging them to a thumb war okay all right well i'm not thumb warring it does that mean you're backing out? No. Okay. I will come up with a different competition and some reason why we yeah. can't thumb wrestle. It is, and it is a competition because we will let everybody know. I think Sharon has, what, 22 offers now? So it is, it's uh, crazy out there. It is, and that's that's kind of our topic tonight. I mean, yeah. tonight we are discussing a market update for those of you out there that are listening and considering selling because... 
like many things we, we, right there's now, a lot of buyers out there there's a lot of buyers <laughs> and there's a lot of very negative headlines which i think yeah. everyone listening can relate to so yeah well, so yesterday, Emmy and I, along with, I don't know, eight other agents here mm-hmm. um, at the office, we went to a Tom Ferry event. So if you don't know who Tom Ferry is, he is one of the leading sort of real estate um, gurus. Uh, gurus, moguls, yes. whatever. Um, and he does trainings and he travels the world. He writes books. He does podcasts. He does everything, invests in everything that he believes is a great business. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of talked about it yesterday of all these businesses that he's involved and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could keep up with that. Like, I, I don't know. I'm how sure he has it. a whole team of people yes. that keep up for it, keep up with it for him. But um, me, I'm just like, oh gosh, I know. I'm just trying to buy one house, and you're like buying the whole world. I know. He's um, all over the place. Yeah, but, but we we went to a conference yesterday all day in Newton, and um, there were some, you know, there were some chatters talks about what's going on in the market um and i think the question yesterday was like when people ask you what's going on in the market what they really mean is you know like is my equity safe like right so when we get asked that question we know what you really are asking not how the market is but how how you are doing in the market even when you're not selling your house exactly um but we want you to sell your house and we're going to give you some good reasons why right right tonight exactly we are there's i mean there's so much going on and and it's not just real estate i think we can all relate to the fact that there are a lot of negative headlines so yeah after yesterday's inspirational seminar and the fact that <laughs> Sharon has a listing in Halifax with 22 offers, yep. you know, you can look at a headline that says, you know, market this and market that. But the reality is we have 22 offers on a house in Halifax as of this moment. So, yeah, I mean, it, we, we promoted it on the show last week. I know, um, you know, Sharon did the show with Jasmine on Saturday because I have a fractured ankle. So I've been hobbling, hobbling around mm-hmm. the past couple of days um but you know we're just talking about yes there are so many buyers in this market and there's not a lot of inventory but i think that you have even brought to the attention of all of your followers i know on social media because i follow you that there are options and there are i know we're not specifically talking about that stuff tonight but there are options to get your offer accepted we just need sellers so let's exactly yeah that's that's why we're here yeah we do we're here you know Um, So we're going to talk about, you know, uh, updating you on the market and why right now is a great time to sell. I said this this morning to Rob when I called into WATD. I said, I always tell people the right time to sell is when when it's the right time for you. Um, But we, you know, we've been sort of turning the tables on our Tuesday nights, our our roundtable Tuesday nights, um, and having all of our agents come on and just sort of give their perspective and, um, you know, with, with the topics. I know you came up with the topic tonight. I just touched you. That's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> I touched you. Um, we, you know, just getting different perspectives from from different agents in our office, um, and you know, I want to I want to get your perspective on why right now is a good time to sell. Absolutely, I'm ready for it. All right, so so why? What are some of the advantages of selling right now? So right now, it's we're we're in New England, okay? So it's a seasonal market, as everybody knows. Um, there are a lot of opportunities right now. There are people that are saying, oh, nobody's going to buy before the holidays. Well, let me tell you, as we've already said, there are 22 offers on a house in Halifax, so people are going to buy before the holidays. They are waiting for something to come on the market in their price range that works for them. 
So if you are out there thinking, I'll wait till spring, well, guess what? You and many other people are thinking that, and you might be doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. You know, right now, I'm telling sellers that there is less competition. Um, I posted it to my social media today, but uh, we are still seeing incredibly low inventory numbers. And a lot of that is, I think, the people lack the confidence of knowing that, you know, they can sell in this market right now. Yeah. And... I know the question is, is like, where would I go? And, you know, the first step is to get an evaluation on your house because even if you're not planning on selling right now, it is good to know that, you know, you have equity in your house. It is Mm -hmm. good to know that if you do for some reason have to sell in the next few months, gauging, you know, what what goes on in the market and, and how it can go up and down, you know, you sort of have an idea of where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, you know, right now where even if you did find something that you wanted to purchase, like you still need to know sort of where you're at before you can move forward. So I would say the first step is even if today you don't want to sell tomorrow you don't want to sell have someone come out and just give you an evaluation at least you know the process right for when in in you know start the conversation with your realtor and get that sort of um you know uh relationship started with them because i don't i don't get how people just call someone up out of the blue and say hey can you sell my house like right. but it does happen but for me like it's such an important decision <laughs> like i would want to if i was selling a house like i would want to have a relationship with my realtor because it's a, it's a big decision mm-hmm. um but like i said just the first step i guess would be to just even reach out to a realtor even if you weren't even right wanting to sell right this second even though we want you to <laughs> well but and the other thing too is is that there's a lot of different types of people out there like i am somebody who like on a whim could decide to sell my house tomorrow like I, that's just yeah. my type of personality you might find out tomorrow oh hey you know my partner has been offered a great opportunity in miami and i'm you know it's new england weather's coming up and we're going to miami <laughs> we're so going to miami. you know things change and we get that unfortunately you know um family passes and you may have you know their home that you're responsible for selling you might have a relocation you may decide to part ways with a partner i mean these are all mm-hmm. things that happen in life yeah. so if these things are going on right now, I, I personally, as your realtor, would say that you are in an advantageous time right now. Yeah. And I think that towards the end of the year, you see quicker timelines. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of buyers out there that can close quickly. Yes, people are, you know, buyers are still, some some of them at least, are waiving certain things and being, you know, trying to put themselves in a position where they can close quickly if that's what the seller wants because yeah life happens sometimes people have to sell their house pretty quickly right you know and towards the end of the year you know it buyers they want to get into a house before it gets really bad with snow they want to get into the house before the holidays start they want to get into the house before the beginning of the year so if you're looking for sort of a quick close timeline wise buyers tend to do shorter shorter timelines do you agree Yes, I do. And I think that brings up something else we should talk about. We can use you as an example. A lot of people out there, if you're listening and you've been in your home for 10, 15, or 20 years, you know, your thought process might be, well, gee, guys, I'm listening to what you're saying, but it takes six weeks or so to sell my home. I can tell you and Melissa can tell you that, you know, the number one thing that I am talking to my buyers about right now 
is even though there's still competition out there as a buyer, there are ways that you can make your offer stronger. And one of them is your timeline. Yeah. So like Mel, for example, she's working um, with a lender that can close in, she told you what, three weeks? Yeah, not even. I not mean, even. It, it, could be, it could be shorter than that, but, you know, it really, my almost, my first question is almost always, you know, timeline wise, what are the sellers looking for? Because exactly. there was a house that I put an offer in on, it was vacant. I thought for sure that they'd want a shorter timeline, but again, I don't know who they are. So I asked the question and they said, no, that the, the listing agent said, um, they actually, you know, can't close too quickly, um, you know, gave me a range of the times and stuff. And so I was going to close in two weeks, but I was like, oh, well, no, I'll give them, you know, 30 days and then we can reevaluate or whatever. Um, so you just, you don't know unless you ask the question. Exactly. Um, so it's good not to assume because, exactly. you know, what happens when you assume? You certainly do. <laughs> and that's the thing. So, you know, if you're out there, you find out, okay, you know, I've got to relocate or I have to do this, that or the other, or you know what? I just want to be out of this home and start my new journey and wherever it is that you're going by Christmas, that is feasible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's definitely a timeline is definitely an important factor, but it's, it's the other, the other parts of an offer. And I feel like maybe one day we can do a show and Emmy, you can join me about like really get into an offer and like what it looks like and what it means to, you know, because it comes in sections. It does. I dissect it. Like I, I have, I literally have this winning offer guide and what it is, <laughs> it's a 10 page document, but it is fun. It's got pictures. Um, it, it breaks down the offer. Like, you know, I call it, we fill in the blanks, but there's more than one blank and it's not just what you're offering for a price. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the timeline. It's when are you going to sign the purchase and sale? It's, it's a lot of things. How much money are you bringing to the table? So, um, I would love to do that. Yeah. We'll have to pick We'll have to pick a time before the end of the year. Yes, definitely. Because I have a couple shows I have to fill. Right. (laughs) Tuesdays are my responsibility now. (laughs) I volunteer. (laughs) I I love a good Tuesday night in the studio, but yeah, so if you're out there and you're listening, and, and maybe it's not situational, maybe you're just like, okay, well, you know, Aunt Fern told me that now is a scary time to sell and I should just stay put, but, you know, my older mother is, or father or whomever is struggling to get up the stairs and could really use a first floor master, and, you know, we're just on the fence, we hear we can get a lot, but we're not sure, and we're nervous, and the headlines... Yeah. That's what we're here for. Well, we kept hearing all about the headlines yesterday. So when we were at the conference, it's like all these headlines are scaring people. Right. You know, and for the most part, I feel like all these headlines are like nationwide or like maybe statewide. Like, oh, state of Massachusetts is blah, 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 blah. But like something selling, or I'm just going to use Pembroke as an example, something se- selling in Pembroke might be different than selling in the Berkshires or selling right. in, you know, in Boston itself. You know, so it, every single sort of county, even town, is different. And it's important to have a realtor who knows the market. It is. Yeah. It is. And I mean, you know, yes, there is negative news out there, but we're here to bring you some of the positive. And and truthfully, you know, anyone listening, if you've worked with a Boston Connect agent, if you've worked with me, one thing that you will find unanimously throughout this office is that we are very honest, ethical people. We are not going to tell you to sell if it's not the right time for you yeah. to sell. Sharon has uh, convinced a lot of people in her, yeah. in her, in her life to 
to not sell. <laughs> right. So so our talk tonight isn't, hey, give us a call right now and put your home on the market. My my our our topic tonight is kind of like, let's talk about it. If you've been thinking about selling and you're not sure what's holding you up other than maybe some negative headlines or the fact that you've heard that rates have gone up. Yeah, there are some very entry-level buyers mm-hmm. out there that when they run their numbers, um, you know, hypothetical numbers, hey, I want to offer this on a starter home and, you know, can you combine it with interest rates and what I would have to put down? Some of those numbers that they're seeing are too too much and too overwhelming. And yes, yeah. they are walking away. But then you have other people out there. I have clients that, you know, sold or gave up their rental. They're in short-term rentals. They're sitting on a bunch of cash and they're just waiting for a home to come on and they are out there. Yeah. So, you know, those people are not making the headlines, but they're out there in, you know, seasonal winter rentals and they're just waiting for a lovely home to come on that matches what they're looking for. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if you want to join in on the discussion, you can give George a call in the studio, 781-837-4900. We are also live on Facebook, so be sure to follow Boston Connect Real Estate. Emmy, you should share it too, so follow Emmy on social media too. Um, but if, you know, if you're too shy to call into the studio you can put in a question on facebook live too you can um so advantages of selling now any any additional points we want to add to that before we move on less competition Mm -hmm. as far as sellers so there are people that are going to wait till spring they want to get through the holidays they have this out of the other so they're going to wait i say don't wait um you know unless there's specific reasons i think now is an excellent time you are still going to get Um, As long as you're working with a skilled agent, you are still going to get multiple offers um, and and really see some activity. Uh, The next thing would be, yes, some buyers are leaving the market. They're typically entry-level buyers that, you know, see prices are a little more than they want to spend right Mm -hmm. now, but there's a lot of other buyers still out there. Yeah. I mean, I can... Now I can, you know, tell everybody my story and, and give my sort of perspective as a buyer in this um, market. There was a point yesterday when I'm having a conversation with everybody after the um, conference. I think you had already left. We, we stayed and had a drink. And, um, you know, I was just sitting there just being like, I feel like I'm... I, I don't even know. Like, I can't put into words. And like, just put it into words. How do you feel? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is such, such a new experience. Like, I, I Mary was so kind to tell me a couple weeks ago that it was my one-year anniversary of my first offer. And I'm like, Aww. oh, seven offers later, I'm just like, when's it going to happen? Where is it? Mm-hmm. You know? And you know, there was a point last night where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? But I was like, no, I'm not going to give up. No, this is what I want. I'm not going to give up. So I'm one of those buyers that now I have been serious for the past year, but Mm -hmm. now I'm even more hungry. Now I even want, I want it even more. So I'm like, okay, come on. let's bring another one in like this is the time you know where buyers in their journey they're either going to decide are they sticking it out and they're gonna you know offer what they can because the rates are fluctuating you know every house is different every offer you put in is different so sometimes you do this sometimes you do that but are you going to stick it out or are you going to say okay maybe I should rent maybe I should do this maybe you know but for me, I'm like, no, like I'm sticking it out. And there's plenty of other buyers that are sticking it out because guess what? I'm a, I'm up against 22 people tonight, right? <laughs> you and, know? And this brings my next topic. Like those of you that are listening, listen to how serious she is. There are still 
very serious buyers out there. The mm-hmm. people that were kind of, we call them looky-loos, which, you know, I just get a laugh out of, so I call it that. But there are looky-loos out there. Some people just like to pop in and out of open houses to see what's out there, and that's great, but those people typically, you know, disappear at this time. And the people that you're seeing coming in are the people like Melissa that have just celebrated their one-year anniversary of looking. <laughs> and um, That is not another anniversary I want to celebrate. No. I'll celebrate any other anniversaries, but right? that is not an anniversary anniversary I want to celebrate again. I want to be in a house b- before my two-year anniversary comes in. Right. So when you see those headlines that say that, you know, buyers are, are scared because of rates, you're hearing one right now that isn't. And there are a lot of people just like her. So, um, you know, that's something to take into consideration. And those of you that don't know me, one of my side hobbies is, I, uh, you know, obviously I match people with houses for a living, but I also like to match, um, you know, friends with single friends because I, I like I everybody just, to... Um, I was like, you're like a matchmaker too. I just love it. You know, I do I expect them all to work out? No, but you know, it's like a nice way. So why don't we see who's out there and who's listening that might have a home match for you? Oh my God. I literally thought you were going to be like, why don't we see if there's a single guy out there listening? Well, we could do that too, <laughs> but... But where this is real I estate literally, related, like, my heart just sank. I was like, "Is she? Is she really gonna maybe on me another like platform?" But but I'm thinking like for a home yeah. match. What are you looking for, Mel? Somebody out there is listening. Is like my grandmother, or my grandfather might. I have know. That. Yeah. Well, it's funny because two weeks ago I got a call on the on the air. I was with Sue Bollinger, who is a full time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. A woman had called in and you know was telling me about her house that she has for sale in Marshfield, and then she reached out to WATD and was like, "I need." her direct number and we yes. talked um it was a little above my price range but i still but hey, appreciated it exactly yeah. um but yeah no i'm i'm in plymouth county looking for something two to three bedrooms preferably a ranch or something that has a, you know a, a basement just like every other person in my price range <laughs> so something under you know four four twenty five something under that um but yeah, I mean, it, the competition is out there, and I get that. I feel it every time I put in an offer. Again, I've put in seven now, um, but, you know, it's it's definitely, I'm, like I said, I'm not giving up, you know, Good. and even though the rates have increased, and I've sort of had to take a step back and say, okay, you know, is this something that I can do on my own? Because there are some times where I'm like, what am I doing? Like, right. yeah, I'm doing this on my own, like, which is great. But then I'm like, I'm doing this on my own. Like, what am I doing? Um, but no, I'm not giving up. No. So if you have a house in Plymouth County that you want to sell to me, give me a call. Right. And if it's not the house for Melissa, it's a house for a lot of people, let me tell yeah. you. Well, someone actually reached out to me, too, uh, the same week. And um, because I had said that at one point I was looking for a multifamily, which, again, if the great if an opportunity arises, then, yeah, I would I would jump on that as well. Um, they had reached out to me and said, oh, I, I heard that you were looking for a multifamily. I have a lead, um, you know, in a, in a town that you're looking in. So, you know, that was cool. So yeah. if you have one of those too, give right? me a call. Um, exactly. But yeah, yeah. But you have you have buyers too. So I I'll, do. Well, I mean, what I know you're, you're describing de- matches. Matches I have buyers. Yeah, and I think four other agents in our office that have put in an offer on this house in, on Sharon's house uh, has buyers in that same price range. You know, I get it. There, there's a lot of competition. Um, but like I said, you, you can't give up. You just got to keep on going. Keep no, on putting in the offers. And um, so this this is more towards you know the buyers that are 
might be discouraged, but... Right, I know. But for the sellers that are listening or those that are contemplating selling, I mean, this is, you know, what we are still experiencing. And, and as of today, I mean, right before I came in here, I finished up that offer and added it to Sharon's collection of offers. So um, it is definitely happening out there. I have buyers um, very excited about this, but I have buyers that are shopping just shy of a million dollars um, and they're still looking. So, I mean, you know, rates are what rates are, but that does not necessarily stop the market. We still have limited inventory and we still have a lot of buyers and they're sitting and waiting for that property uh, match to come along. So I yeah. encourage you at the very least to have a discussion with your realtor, um, you know, to kind of see what you have for equity. At the very least, you you know, you can feel good about knowing what, you know, your home is worth right now. Yeah. I want to talk about seasonal advantages. So yes. in the fall and winter months, yes, we see lower inventory. We've been seeing lower inventory, so that I think will continue on. But again... It's the really serious buyers that are out there and that are not giving up. They're they're still going to be out there in snowstorms. Like I have new tires on my car. Like I'm ready. <laughs> I have I have right? snow. I have the snow thing on my car. Like I, I can go. I, I'll be there. You yeah. know. I'll I'll figure it out. Mark right. McNamara will be right on my tail. He'll yes, come he too. He's got a plow. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. He will be at my showings. But. You know, it's the serious buyers are coming out in those elements because they want a house. They're ready for a house. Yeah. And with fewer inventory, yes, you, you're still probably going to, if the house is, is, is priced according to the condition that it's in, it is going to be priced right and you're going to get interest. You're going to yes. get interest. Um, so, you know, yes, fewer houses on the market. I think serious, more serious buyers. And during that time, people are relocating. You they know, are. not everybody, want, you know, not everybody gets the ability to stay in one place forever in a day. Right. You know, there are relocation things. You know, not everybody's working from home. Some people still have to, you know, go to work and go, go into an office or whatever. And they are being relocated. Um, Sharon has always said this on the show. A lot lot of the relocation is probably on a higher price point so mm -hmm. you know if you have a higher priced home or you believe your home is on the higher end of pricing you know it's a great time to put your house on the market it is and um you know that brings to point another thing you know i have buyers they actually um right right near us here at the office they just had a baby like within the past two weeks baby number two um, so me, you know, in mom mode said to them, I just sent a text, congratulations, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know that you're in cramped quarters, but I'm assuming that with the new addition that you're probably going to want to wait until spring, you know, get, get, um, acquainted with being a family of four, et cetera. And the text I got back was like, are you kidding me? We are out of space. We are so ready yeah. to go. We have been waiting. Like, doesn't matter. Like, you know, we're, we're throwing everything in boxes as soon as we find a place to go. Yeah. So, um, just like Melissa. So, you know, there are people out there and, and waiting and they're they're waiting for that inventory. Yeah. I mean, and I think a lot of um, buyers might be concerned with a home sale contingency. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have something to sell while you're purchasing something. No, who cares? Right. Like, honestly, if everything else in your offer is great, then, you know, a seller can accept that. We've been seeing it. You know, right. Well, that's a perfect example. So Faith Birmingham, who's a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect, um, very good friend of mine, love her dearly. She's in that situation. She has people that they weren't actually like 
like, you know, they were looking, put it that way, but they weren't like, we need to go now. It was just they're looking for maybe, you know, their, as Sharon would say, right sizing. Mm -hmm. Something came along, beautiful log cabin. They said to Faith, like, hey, take us out there. Let us see it. They saw it. Faith submitted an offer for them. They have a home to sell, Mm -hmm. um, and they still got their offer accepted. That's awesome. It is awesome. And, you know, that's another thing where, you know, now I'm on this, like, headlines kick, but... You know, yeah, you there. We did go through a period where if you had something to sell and you wanted to buy, it was extremely difficult. But we are seeing some more flexibility now with that. So if you are out there and you're like, okay, ladies, like we hear you, we hear you, you know, we're thinking about selling, but you haven't really covered the fact that we also need somewhere to go. Yeah. It is doable. You know, Faith just did it this past week. Um, she you know, to her credit, got their house listed right away. She had showings this past weekend. You know, all things look great yeah. for them. And I think she has an accepted offer on there. She does. Yeah. She posted today. She accepted she's gonna, an offer. Yeah, she's so. going to accept an offer on it. You right? know, because again, you you can tell. I didn't even see the house, but you can tell by pictures when yeah. something is priced according to it. Exactly. You know, and she got great interest in it and she was able to accept, accept an offer today. And she went to the conference with us yesterday. I know. She's killing it. I know. And that, that is and the I thing. And I think at one point last night, Mary turned to me and goes, I love Faith. I know. <laughs> She's just the best, you know? So, she I mean, is. She's so great. We have such a great group of people here. Yeah. And the thing is, we all take pride in what we do. And we are not going to do something, you know, half-hearted. You know, yeah. we, we, we all go all in. So, you know, we work together. You know, we have a great group of, you know, resources. And she got it done. She had it on the market. She had a timeline. She got it done. And these folks are thrilled. Yeah. I mean, it is... it. It is possible to have a home sale contingency. You know, don't don't go off of the headlines. And that was something that I definitely took away from yesterday. And I didn't realize that maybe I do even myself because I need sometimes I need a reality check and be yeah, like, we all do. Hey, like, stop reading all this stuff, because if you're not in it, you don't know it. Right. Exactly. And it's true. You know, we're here telling you that, you know, we have a listing in Halifax with 22 offers on it. So, you know, you check the headlines tomorrow and then think about what we said tonight and you're going to see that, you know, there's definitely some discrepancies. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about serious buyers. So as a listing agent, when you're going through offers, can you tell when you can like a, a serious buyer compared to like a not so serious For buyer? Sure. Why? Lots of things. Um, first thing I look at, you know, I, it, it also comes down to the agent because how your agent represents you as a buyer yeah. is is huge. Yeah. So, you know, if they say, you know, my client has been looking for a while, <laughs> my client can close in three weeks. My client can do this, that, or the other. You know, how they present your offer tells me like, okay, you know, you guys have been working together. You have a relationship and the terms that you've set forth in this contract show me mm-hmm. that, you know, your realtor knows what they're doing and they've represented you well. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, like if you are a buyer out there and you have a pre-approval and it's not dated within the past month, if your agent yeah. hasn't told you that you need to talk to your lender and get an updated pre-approval, then that's like, to me, if I'm going through, like if I'm Sharon right now and I'm going through these 22 offers, I am going to look at every single pre-approval and the date on that yeah. pre-approval. And the lender should be saying something to you too. Exactly. You know? and, uh, and that's just from personal experience again, because when the rates hit eight, 
Jasmine was like, hey, just as an FYI, this is a strategy. This is something, you know, like, right. and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, right. I trust you. And then she was on the show on Saturday, and I'm like, don't don't say anything about my offer. Right, well, and so here's <laughs> the thing. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, why does the date on a letter matter? Here is why. So rates have, have like, been ticking up and ticking up. So mm-hmm. if you talk to somebody, three a lender, sorry, if you talk to a lender three months ago and they gave you a pre-approval and you're still walking around with that letter, yeah, that tells me as a list agent, that one, you haven't checked in with your lender because they would have encouraged you to submit um, an updated pre-approval or at least get an updated letter. If you haven't heard from your lender and you have a letter that's several months old, maybe you want to have that discussion. Hey, you know where are rates at? I'm still out. Hey, I'm still out Mm -hmm. here and I'm shopping. I mean, the lenders that I work with, I talk to them on a weekly basis and say, hey, you know, we're working with Chris and Chris is still out there shopping. When is the most recent date on his pre-approval letter? Because that tells me, okay, you know, Chris has checked in with his lender. Chris knows what the current rate is. Chris knows, you know, um, what hypothetically, like if you say to your lender, hey, I'm thinking about buying a $400,000 house in such and such town, they can give you a pretty good estimate of what your monthly mortgage payment's going to be. Yeah. If you haven't had that discussion, then all you're doing when you're submitting me an outdated, so to speak, pre-approval letter is yeah. that you don't even know what you're going to be paying month to month for yeah. this house. Yeah. And that tells me, I'd say to my client, like this person hasn't really done their due yeah. diligence. It's so funny because um, last week when I talked to Jasmine, so Jasmine Glasgow with Maritime Mortgage, she is my lender. She was on um, the show with Sharon on Saturday. So if you want to listen to that show, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com or go to your podcast app um, and, and search for that show. But um, last week when I, I talked to her, I, I just called her and I'm like, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking about putting an offer on um, you know Sharon's property. It's not coming on until next week. I wasn't going to submit an offer beforehand, um, and I was just talking it through with her. And Jasmine knows that my monthly payment after closing is what's most important to me. Exactly. Because, again, like I said and have been saying, I'm doing this on my own. So if I can't rely on the income that I'm making, I know what I can do for um, for monthly budgeting. And, you know, if I can't do it, I can't do it. And I can't right. be upset about that. Um, but I had said to her, she was like, oh, well, what are you thinking for price? And I was like, oh... Well, this is what I'm thinking for price because I'm thinking maybe with the rates now. And she's like, I have taught you so well. And I she know. Was like, right, right on the money. It was like a $2,000 difference, like, you know, with the price point or whatever. And I was like, I'm so good. I'm like, you are so good. You you have taught me like, okay, yeah, no, this is like, I, I sort of predicted like, okay, this is where I'm going to be comfortable with. This is why I think that the, the price is going to be whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so important to have those conversations with your lender because yeah, the last time I put in an offer, I was at what the rates were at seven percent. Now they're at eight percent. Right, right. that's a big difference. There is, and so okay, if you're listening and you're like, okay, I mean, who would go to a rental and say, hey, I really like this property, but you don't know what you're paying per month. Yeah. So hey, I really like it, and I'd like to live here. That's a good and analogy. I have, yeah. I have money to put down, but yeah. I'm going to give you that money, and then we'll sign some stuff, and then after we sign some stuff, you tell me what you're going to charge me every yeah. month. Yeah. Um. Do you know how many of those people are going to be like, oh wait, oh no, I yeah. don't like that number. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. You know, give me back my deposit. I'm gone. Yeah. So as a listing agent, you know, none of us want to put our clients in that situation. We want to bring you the most solid offer that we can. And yes, it comes down to um, a date on a pre-approval letter. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a reason why when you go to the supermarket, the price is right underneath it because exactly. you know exactly what you're going to be paying for it. Like, exactly. why wouldn't you do that with a house too? Right. You know, I say to every single client when they say, hey, you know, okay, we tore a property together. They say they'd like to put in an offer. We talk about offer price. My very next question is, did you talk to your lender? and ask them what your monthly mortgage payment is going to be after closing. Yeah. And I have trained my buyers. So mm-hmm. like, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we had that discussion. I'm comfortable with it. Okay, great. But if you're out there and you're listening and you've been submitting offers and you have no idea what you're going to be paying monthly if that offer gets accepted, yeah. please don't. Please don't. I know. Please don't. <laughs> um, I was chuckling when you first started because you were talking about like other agents and, and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously I submitted an offer on Sharon's um, listing. And even before I did, I told her, I was like, by the way, like I can't help you with any of this stuff. Like I just didn't feel comfortable, especially right. with so many agents in our office submitting offers. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want my DNA on this at all. Um, and then this morning I was like, FYI, I have decided to, to put in an offer. So like really like right. can't say anything, can't be a part of this, nothing. And everybody knows like I always help, you know, put together yeah. offers for her and stuff like that. And and so today she's doing it all on her own and I just hear just groaning every and I just know that like the groaning is from like some some offers coming in that like maybe the agent or something in the offers is just like what I know what like I know. because you know there is a difference between a real estate professional and a real estate agent that is 100% true and you know what like it's just all about being educated. Like, I love numbers. I like to know numbers. I like to talk numbers, which is why if you call me for a price on your home, I'm, you know, what you have for equity, I'm not going to start breathing down your neck to sell because it, it's really situational. And some people just like to know, I would like to know what my home is worth right now. So I get it. But, you know, if you're out there and you're not hearing from your lender frequently or, you know, you haven't had this kind of conversation with your agent, then you know, maybe that's why you're not getting where you want to be in this market. Yeah. And the the real estate professionals that are in this industry are working with multiple sellers. They're working with multiple buyers. So, you know, they, they, they know what it's like to be a buyer in this market. They mm-hmm. know what it's like to be a seller in this market. Mm-hmm. Sharon has always said, you got to be full-time in this industry. 100%. You know, this is not an industry to just do just because you feel like, you know, helping out one person doing this, whatever. Like, no, this is something that we have to dedicate our lives to. It's your livelihood. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you've, you've made the decision to make this your life. Right. And, and you have been all consuming with your clients. And, you know, it, it's also the, the things that you do um, on the side, too. All your little events <laughs> that I go to. Oh, this is me at Emmy's events. Speaking of wanting to know the price of everything, is I, I don't even look at them when I, I... I'll be honest. I'm just like, oh, I like that. I, I'll take that. Can I Venmo you? <laughs> I know, right? Well, our <laughs> markets little events are... So you did the market events. Yes, I love to have the market events here in front of the office because we're right in the center of town and I just love to support the community. You know, there's very few people out there that are still making things by hand and producing them. And when we can have them here and kind of showcase them, it's such a beautiful setting and help them make some sales. I absolutely love that. So 
Um, I want to talk about multiple offers because we only have eight minutes or so left. So I know we have an event this weekend that we want to promote, and I want to give you an opportunity to give your contact information out to everybody. But multiple offers, what are some strategies for sellers to generate multiple offers on a property and then also you know, benefits of receiving multiple offers as a seller? Absolutely. I love that question. Um, as a seller, to get multiple offers, you need to make sure that you have priced your home correctly. Mm-hmm. I literally, like this is my term, I'm not a dramatic person, but I do use this <laughs> term. I tell every single seller and buyer that if a home is overpriced in this market, it is what I refer to as the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. There could be absolutely nothing wrong with your home, but if you have put a very aggressive price on it, people are not comfortable just due to the way the market has, you know, performed the past couple of years, people are not comfortable offering less than asking. I have suggested it to my buyers. Some have listened and we have gotten fortunate, but for the most part, it just seems like psychology. People are not comfortable. They don't want to offend a seller Mm -hmm. and they, they just think, you know, I'm not going to do that. Right. It just, for whatever reason, personally, do I think it's odd? Yes. But that is just the way that it is. So if you overprice your home, People see it sitting on the market. There's a couple of very nice homes here in Pembroke, for example, that are sitting and I have been in them. And truthfully, uh, you know, no home inspection has been performed, but just from my eyes and the homes that I have been in, I don't perceive anything to be wrong with those homes. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone under contract. So, so that means that they haven't yet had a home inspection performed. So all that is telling me is that it, the price is too high and people are scared Yeah, because I might know as a realtor it's too high. I might tell my client it's too high, but they say that home has been on the market for 30 plus days in this market where there are still a lot of buyers, so something must be wrong with mm-hmm. it, and they will not entertain it. Yeah. Um, so, so if you want multiple offers, you have to trust us. We want you to get the most money because that makes us look good, and mm-hmm. we are happy for you that you know we were able to bring you in, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus thousand yeah. over asking. If you overprice it, you are unlikely to get an offer if that or multiple. Yeah. And if you are, what was the other half of your question? If you're, uh, how do I handle multiple offers? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So if you do have multiple offers, again, it comes down to, you know, when was the pre-approval letter issued? Was it recent? Because that tells me that you've checked in with your lender and Mm -hmm. your your team. And then it comes down to, like, what are you putting down for a down payment? I mean, to be honest, the more you are putting down towards a home, the more that it demonstrates your desire to buy that home. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're out there. I am in the same boat as you. But those of you that are listening that are like, I can barely come up with a 3%. I 100% understand what well, I have those clients too. I go to bat for them. Yeah. Um, but if you're out there and you're sitting on a bunch of cash and you're wondering how much do I put down, I say at least do the minimum um, or like, you know, the suggested minimum of 5%. If you're in the other boat, then, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll go to bat for you when I'm writing up my offer. But, you know, when you can close, how much you can put down, when your pre-approval letter was issued... Um, you know, and is your lender going to check in with me? Like you said, like I know tomorrow Jasmine would pick up the phone, but you know, Sharon already knows she's going to hear from her. Um, I call tell every single lender working with my clients. I submitted an offer for, you know, Bob and Sue and I need you to call. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, long story short, there are buyers out there. Yes. <laughs> and there are buyers. Right. And if you would like multiple offers and you would like to get top dollar for your home now, is still a very good time. 
Mm-hmm. And how can people get in touch with you? Because they are going to want an analysis on their home. Well, I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, but... I am all over social media, uh, but uh, if you would prefer the phone, I do answer the phone. It is 781-217-4580. And for those of you that are allergic to the phone, you can text me, (laughs) you can email me. I am on Instagram, I am on Facebook, and I am dabbling in the waters of TikTok. So. Do you th- do you think that you'll generate business from TikTok? I wonder. I don't know, but it's like kind of fun to be it's like. It's fun, yeah. I, it's fun to because right? you you do so many great videos, anyways. That I feel like TikTok would be like the next best avenue for you. Yeah, it just seems fun. Like I feel uh, honestly, like I I feel like I'm like yeah trendy with TikTok. Yeah. even though I like. Mm. I feel like the next time you're on the show, we got to do a video together. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Let's talk S- about Samantha's getting, Yeah, Samantha's getting the boot because I know you do the <laughs> videos with her. But that's okay. I do videos with anyone. If you want to do a video, you give me a call. Um, but just give your give your number one more time for our listeners and how they can get in touch with you. Seven eight one two one seven four five eight zero. Perfect. Um, yes, this Saturday we are hosting our second annual dog costume parade and contest. We have a lot of great prizes. We, um, we have a lot of great judges this year. So there's three judges, chief of police uh, in Pembroke, uh, fire chief in Pembroke, and Audrey Costa, who is um, like mother hen here. She is. <laughs> She's Sharon's mother. Um, are, they're going to be uh, judges at our, again, second annual uh, Halloween dog costume parade and contest. We do have a waiver to sign uh, because there are dogs here. Um, So we have a waiver to sign, so be sure to uh, go on social media. So Boston Connect Real Estate, um, McNamara Horton Group. I know, Emmy, you have shared it as well, and you'll share it again, correct? Of course. Um, We have a private, um, or not private, it's public. We have a a public event on Facebook, too. So um, even if you go to Boston Connect Real Estate, you'll see it's pinned right at the top. You can just click on that and it'll bring you right to the um, to the page and you can read all about it. You can see the pictures from last year. Um, but that's this Saturday, October 28th from 12 to 2. We are doing our show live in the morning too. So our Saturday show is now from 8 to 9. I'll probably go and get my nails done and then I'll Ooh. come back and set up for the dog trot. Right. Um, but yeah, so again, dog costume parade and contest this Saturday, October 28th, 12 to 2. Yes, and if you're one of those people, I am one of them. I have a friendly dog and I have a non-friendly dog. Yeah. If you're listening and you have non-friendly dogs, I still encourage you to come because we will have callers by Tanya, who's a local collar maker. We have Mozzie Munch, who mm-hmm. is a local dog treat maker. We have a dog trainer coming. Yeah, um, we have a lot of great vendors. We have a lot of great vendors. So there's something for everyone, and we would love to see you. Yeah, and we'd love to see your little pups in their costumes. I know, we it's had so, so many. I don't know how many we had, like 30, 30 pups last year? I don't know. And side things. note, I learned last year, you might want to try your dog's costume on before the day of. Oh, yeah. So if you already have the costume, try it on. But again, this Saturday, 12 to 2, um, we'd love to see you. Yeah, please come. Thank you so much, Emmy, for joining me. And then we we already have a topic for our next show. We do. Yeah. And um, thank you guys for listening. Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Again, we have our uh, parade this Saturday, October 28th, 12 to 2. Thank you so much, Emmy. Yes, thank you. And check us out on Facebook. Lots of good stuff going on.